as a father, have you ever felt frustrated with your kids? Ever? I mean, I admit it, I have. And I wonder if my Heavenly Father has ever been frustrated with me as his child. And if he has, did he feel the same way about me and handle that the same way that I felt and I handled it with my kids as their father? Yeah, I doubt it. But it's interesting to think about, and that's what this episode is all about. This is Where's God? Finding Him in the Small Stuff. And I'm your host, Greg McCollum. I'm going to tell you a story, a story that will inspire you and help you move closer to God through the small stuff in your life. A story to give you a glimpse of God that will surprise you with its simplicity and amaze you with its message. As a father, maybe you've had an experience similar to mine, and that is sometimes we just pull our hair out by the handful because of our kids. (laughs) I remember the days when my kids were younger. It just seemed like there were certain times you go through these moments when if it wasn't one thing, it was another with them. (laughs) I mean... I mean, maybe that's the reason that some men walk around today who are dads with no hair. (laughs) In my case, my hair just turned gray. What was the problem? Well, there were no big things. My kids were good kids. And I couldn't really, I couldn't ask for better kids. But, you know, no kids are perfect, right? And there were things that they just did on occasion that aggravated me. (laughs) Like when my daughter uh, mistakenly took a bite of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich that my sister had made for her, not knowing that my daughter hates peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. But my daughter took the bite before she realized what it was. And as soon as she knew it was peanut butter and jelly, she refused to swallow it. She refused to spit it out. I don't know what the plan was, but she could be stubborn sometimes. And I don't know, maybe she was just going to try to keep it there the rest of her life. It was a little frustrating. (laughs) Or maybe the time my other daughter left her special cuddly toy in a hotel room when we were on vacation traveling hours away from home and didn't realize that she left the special cuddly toy that she couldn't go to bed without, that she couldn't go to sleep without, hours behind us after we hit the road on our trip. And uh, the frustration of trying to retrieve that little cuddly toy or replace it, yeah, it was a... It was a fiasco in a little way, in a a bit of a way, as you can imagine. Or the time that my son, after playing baseball all of his life, who was such a great baseball player, so good, 
decided in high school that he was done. He was on the high school team, but he did not want to play baseball anymore. I think that decision broke my heart a lot more than it broke his. <laughs> but those are just the kinds of little things that, you know, sometimes will get on my nerves as a dad. And I'm sure you have your own little list of things that your kids did that drove you a little crazy, too. <laughs> sometimes they were frustrating. Sometimes, yeah, they were disappointing. Sometimes they wore me out. And I have to say, not very often, very rarely, but on occasion, maybe they even made me a little angry about something. I mean, here I was doing everything possible, everything within my power to make sure everything went just right in their lives. But they weren't perfect. Maybe the problem was not that so much. As I look back on it now, maybe the problem was something else that's a little bit more selfish on my part. In the musical My Fair Lady, Dr. Doolittle sings a song which asks, why can't a woman be more like a man? But I think when I look back on it with my kids and the times that they frustrated me, my song would have been sung like this. Why can't my kids be more like me? I mean, if they had been more like me, we wouldn't have had issues. If they'd been more like me, I would have been able to save the frustration. If they'd been more like me, I wouldn't have been disappointed or, or tired or angry. They just needed to be more like me. And I would have been happy. But then it hit me. You know, I suddenly realized that I do the same thing to God. He has given me everything possible, everything within his mighty power to make sure every detail of my life is just right. But I disappoint him so often, over and over again, actually. The song should say, why can't I be more like God? I don't seem to be able to follow the very clear written instructions he has given me in the Bible. I start a project for him today and then stop tomorrow. I ignore an opportunity to help someone in his name. I change my mind every day about praying or giving or serving or just following him. Is he frustrated with me? Disappointed? Is he tired of me? The problems that had me at my wit's end when my kids were little, you know, they came and went pretty quickly. I mean... They were here today, gone tomorrow, minor things. But in my life, I've been a problem to God for years, decades. Do I make him angry? I'm sure I do. And yet, because I belong to him, I know it's not his anger that I will ultimately receive, but his grace. You know, when my kids were doing those things that frustrated me, I still love them with every breath that I breathed. I love them to the depth of my heart. What they did did not affect or impact my love for them. And that's the same way with God when he looks at us as his children. Yeah, he might be frustrated. He might be disappointed. He might be getting tired. Maybe he's even a little bit angry, but he still loves us to the very depth of his heart.
In Psalm 30, it does a good job of describing this paradox, this paradigm, I guess I should say. Psalm 30 says, Sing praise to the Lord, you his godly ones, and give thanks to his holy name, for his anger is but for a moment. His favor is for a lifetime. Weeping may last for the night, but a shout of joy comes in the morning. I do find myself weeping now every now and then because I fail the Lord. And he probably weeps with me when that happens. But I know the day is coming when there will be no more weeping, but only shouts of joy. It will happen when Jesus comes again and takes me away into his presence where my failures will not be mentioned or remembered, but they will be swallowed up in praise. I can't wait to get there. I can't wait for that day. I can't wait to experience not the frustration, not the disappointment, not the anger of my Lord, but His grace, His mercy, and His love. I can't wait. Can you? This concludes today's episode of Where's God? Finding Him in the Small Stuff. Did you know when Jesus was preaching and teaching, He never used words like justification, sanctification, glorification. He never used words like those to describe Himself, God, God's Word, salvation, heaven, or eternity. Instead, when Jesus talked about theological concepts, he talked about the small stuff of life. We call them parables today. He did that because his listeners could understand the small stuff. They were living the small stuff every day. It was through the small stuff that Jesus helped people move closer to God. There are going to be no intimidating, scary, or overwhelming theological words as part of this podcast. You'll just encounter things like cups of coffee, home repair, signs on the side of the road, roller coasters, and french fries, all revealing something unique about God, who meets you in real life ways every day. Thank you.